All right, welcome back. We're going to jump right into it today. It is episode number 99, one off of the Century Club here at Old Travels Podcast. If this is your first time listening, doing it about two years now, every single Wednesday or Thursday, depending upon how everything goes with hosts and everything like that. These last couple episodes have been by myself, by design. It's kind of paying homage to the uh, the first 50 episodes or so where it was just myself talking into a camera and a microphone, but available on Spotify, Apple Music, and also we have a video version on YouTube as well. So if you're watching the YouTube ver- video version of it or you're listening to it on Spotify, you can see both of them kind of vice versa to get a, get a feel for it. Episode 100 is coming up fast. It is the next episode. I don't know if it's going to be released next week. I'm working on a couple of things. I want it to be let's say a glimpse into the future of what this podcast holds and kind of what content's going to be coming out on everything on Instagram, on YouTube, on, I guess, Twitter, really on everything all across the board. I want it to be a taste of the future of what every, everything is going to be. Everything is going to look like, and, you know, more professional, more put together, I guess I could say, I don't want to say professional. I want, I want the quality to be there as well as, you know, the kind of, the, the banter, the normal, the normal conversations. That's what this podcast started as was once we started getting people onto it, once people wanted to join, wanted to to interact and, and get on the podcast, it was really about not having manufactured conversations, storylines, you know, there is some forethought into it. There are topics that we want to talk about. There are topics that, that come up as we are thinking about it, pre-planning it with whoever's going to be on the, uh, the week of, but I've always wanted it to be, you know, there's no, there's no sponsors for this. There's no, anybody in our ear networks, anything like that, telling, you know, what we can and can't say. And that's what I've always wanted this podcast to be. And I think we've stayed true to that after 99 episodes of people saying their mind, people talking about the real stuff. I want it to be about stories. I want it to be about people, what they've learned through, you know, experiences through going out, college, jobs, family, relationships. That's, that's all this, the goal of this podcast is that has always ever been is started out mainly with what I've learned over the mistakes I've made the years, you know, the things that have gone good, the things that have gone bad. That's kind of the lens I was looking at it through at the podcast as a whole. And so getting other people on here and having them talk about their experiences in college relationships, you know, moving, you know, halfway across the country away from their family, how they deal with that just all across the board. It's, it's getting kind of a real experience from everyone that has been, you know, involved in my life in some aspect of it. And so episode hundred is coming up. It will be out hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, but again, there will be a little bit different of a format and an ode to the, uh, an ode to the things that have come before us and then a uh, look into the future. And so there's going to be some big announcements. Haven't got everything quite dialed in yet. There'll, there'll be some good stuff, but I appreciate everybody that's listened to it all along the journey. Everyone that's been on the podcast, I appreciate everybody. And I want, you know, things to get bigger and better, whatever avenues that that happen, whatever things that come up, trying to get a lot more people involved, because I think it's a, it's a blast whenever we get more perspectives. I think the people that come on here enjoy it as, as much as I do. And, and that's really just been the biggest thing. So that's what's to come. Episode 99 about to be 100. So I'm excited for it. And uh, again, we have a lot of, a lot of good things coming. Hopefully um, you'll enjoy all, all that we have to announce here soon, but a lot of big news has happened. Um, Queen Elizabeth II died after being 96 slash 150,000 years old. A little bit crazy. Uh, Obviously this is the first time for 
you know, my generation, the generations before that this has happened and the stats that are coming out of this were, you know, Winston Churchill was the prime minister when she was, you know, given the throne and, and all these other things about how old she really is. It kind of puts things into perspective. I thought she was older than that. I don't know why I thought she was, you know, creeping onto 100. I also thought, um, King Henry, I guess it is now, or, or whoever the King is now. I thought he, after that, that photo of him in the, uh, the the taxi or wherever he was in whatever vehicle he was in probably wasn't in a you know street taxi but he looked like like shit like he was dying and so he looks better now which is good but really put into perspective how old 96 is and she's been on there forever i believe longest ruling monarch in in history don't quote me on that i'm not british in the slightest so it's been weird to see with the 10 days of mourning and all around the globe i guess I, i knew the impact it would have but seeing it live is a bit is a bit different. There was stickers all over the um, F1 cars. They did a moment of silence in Italy, whole bunch of stuff. I, I, I knew they were big. I knew they had a, a large governing body. They obviously have the history that's spanned decades and decades and decades and hundreds of years and hundreds of years. And, and it's interesting to see, you know, this is how they handle it. They haven't had this protocol in however many years in 60, 70 years. So it's interesting to see modern day times, how these people are adapting and, it obviously sucks for the people that are really invested in it. Again, I don't really know to the extent that they run the show. I don't know how involved they are. I don't know if it's, you know, like if something were to happen to the president, I think it's a little more impactful than that because it is, it's been the same lineage for so long. And so it's been interesting to see how everyone's reacted all across the country. There's a lot of people that I've seen that I didn't think would care, do care, but it's been a worldwide thing. And from what I can tell, she's had a great impact on on most of the world that she's served. So, you know, RIP to the queen. And, um, you know, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens with all this royal family stuff. Again, I'm not really involved in it. I have family members and friends that are absolutely obsessed with it. Like when the royal weddings happened, they were fucking waking up at four o'clock in the morning to watch it. I don't think that'll ever be me, but more power to you. That's what you're really interested in. Um, another kind of random one that just popped up recently, but uh, I've been seeing all these tweets and I'm sure if you are in a similar age demographic or listen to this music. PMB Rock got shot and killed out of Roscoe's Hot Chicken. And it, and I saw this tweet of just like the past three years of all these big names, you know, big-ish names of people that have gotten killed in the past three years. And it's kind of baffling. I We didn't really have that growing up. It was more of, I feel like the Tupac Biggie age was whenever things were really, you know, gang mentality, people getting shot in the street, obviously with those being the two most famous ones. And then I feel like it was kind of one, you know, a dime a dozen every now and again where you would hear about this stuff. And then now it's like these past three years after, like, I really think it was like when X got shot that that really started getting crazy. I don't know. Super weird thoughts, super weird that it popped up. But again, this happened, you know, the past 24 hours. And uh, it's just, it's kind of crazy. LA is getting insane. James, shout out James, just came to visit for, um, and he's out in LA right now. And I was telling him, you know, LA was the dream forever since I was a kid. I was always like that, that dream that you, you see in the movies, you see in TV shows, like that's like the city of dreams. And, um, took a big turn from that for COVID. And then now that I'm seeing all the, the crime and, you know, I'm seeing jewelers and watch dealers that I, that I know and, and respect and they're getting robbed or a jewelry store is getting kicked in, or you see videos of, of people getting pulled out of Ferraris and get their ass beat in broad daylight, like not in bad parts of town. And so I, I fortunately feel like that place has kind of been run into the fucking ground. So hopefully it'll come back. I got some friends out there, so I'm hoping they're well, but 
it's just been a weird scene in LA for these uh, for these past few years. And I know it's always had violence. So I'm not ignorant to that fact, but the last little bit's been kind of a shit show the past couple of years. But I want to get away from that. We want to go on to some different things. Um, been listening to a book recently that has put a lot of things in perspective, and it'll make a little bit more sense as I as I go further into the story and kind of update. But um, the book is I was originally starting another book. I'm a big big audiobook guy. If you uh, if you haven't listened before, I'm working on reading physical books, I like them better. I like to I like to hold the book in my uh, in my hand and work through the pages, and also going back for notes and highlighting and annotating is a lot easier. I think whenever you have a physical book. Now there are advantages to both. I mean, you can just put in your your headphones and listen to uh, like if you're doing cardio or doing a walk, you can uh, you can listen to them and kind of knock out two birds with one stone. So the book I'm listening to right now is Rejection Rejection Proof by Jai Zhang. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, and you may have seen this is this idea of of going out and specifically getting rejected is one that I've heard before. I didn't quite know where it came from. There's another book that he was inspired by called like hundred days of rejection. And I've seen this on TikTok where this guy would go up to drive throughs and ask for crazy requests, which is actually something he does just to get, just to get a no, just to get a no out of them, just to get the no out of the way. I've seen this in, in other things where people are talking about, you know, approaching people at the bar, whether it be romantically or whether it be, you know, a business interaction in a, in a, a group setting, but looking for a no going up, getting the first no out of the way. And then all the other no's feel like nothing. And then maybe you get a yes. Cause it's a numbers game at the end of the day. Everything's a numbers game. And if you can keep that in mind, you're going to be super, super successful. And so as someone who's been in sales, my whole professional career, which again, isn't that long, but that's always been the mentality that I've had um, in professional life. And so translating it over into, into real life, again, if you're approaching somebody at a bar or you're in a business setting, or you're trying to make connections on Instagram, which again, we'll get into a little bit more here later, but it's all about going up, looking for the no. So he goes, you know, goes through a drive through and then he goes and walks up to somebody's house and says, Hey, can you take a photo of me? Like kicking a soccer ball around in your house and all these, all these ways to look for a no. And it's all about, you know, the surprise whenever things go well and him adapting to, okay, well, the, the way you ask a question matters. You know, if you, if you make it a little humorous, it, it lays things down or, if you come into it asking super quickly, like, hey, hey, hey can I can, can you get my help with this? Can I do this? Can you do this? Will you do this for me? Or if you come in and you're like, hey, uh, can I take a photo of uh, of me, you know, juggling a soccer ball in your backyard? Oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's all about kind of the evolution of, of getting that no in, in human psychology and, and that ask. And so he gets really into it. I'm, I'm only halfway, if not a third of the way through the book. And already there's been there's been some good stuff that he's he's spoken about. And I think a big one is something that I've learned with people is is the way you ask a question is huge. So if you again, if you go into a conversation, if you go into an opportunity, if you go into a job interview, you can set the tone, even if you're not in the I don't want to say the the power position, but even if you are in kind of the the, uh, the second swing stage where it's like they start, they ask the questions, you respond, whatever it may be, whatever the dynamic is of the interaction. How you ask the question is can can change everything. For an example, something I use is it's like, oh, instead of like, you know, if you're trying to sell something or if you're trying to get somebody on your side, instead of, you know, instead of attacking that, you set the tone, you, you talk low, talk slow, talk less. And so you kind of get them talking more so you can hear. And that's all that's all it really is, is, is 
whenever you're one-on-one, again, it could be professional environment. It could be a romantic environment. It could be, you know, just making friends. It doesn't matter what it is, but listening is the number one thing to get people on your side. Listening is that, that back and forth. And, you know, he would go in, he would ask, you know, a 7-Eleven worker or a Burger King worker, hey, you know, you do free refills on drinks. Can I get a free refill on my burger? And they're like, ha ha, no, you can't. But he was so like shaking with fear. He walked out or said something that he was embarrassed by. And he was like, whoa, he's like, that person didn't even shoot me down. That person didn't yell at me, That which does happen. People will be like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here. People will freak out. But if you go into it, kind of playful and just like, oh, you wouldn't happen to, or, oh, it's, it's the dynamic of, and it's just that idea of looking for rejection. And so how that plays into my life currently is been working on things where, you know, outside of professional environment, been trying to, trying to get into other avenues. They're not trying to actively getting into other avenues that, uh, that I think would, would help out in all aspects of life. You know, you want to grow a network in a new city, want to get, you know, extend as far as I can through not only because I love it, I genuinely love meeting people. If you know me, if you know anyone I surround myself with, we're all the kind of the same person where the more the merrier. If you roll up to us at you know a bar or if you roll up to us by the pool, whatever it may be out and about, I, I don't care if it's at fucking brunch and you're like, you know, you got good energy, come up, say what's up, hop on in, join the, join the, join the party. We've had that happen many times. That's how we've met a lot of people that we associate with. It's just they hop in their good time, their good energy, and they they stick with us the rest of the day. And then maybe they hang out with us for a weekend, or maybe we have some people that have been here for you know months and months, almost almost you know over years now. And it's just that getting that idea of of kind of circling back. I went off on a little bit of a cha- tangent there, but working on spreading the network as far as possible. And I'm and I'm kind of in a in an avenue where I don't really know exactly what to do. I don't know. That's why I'm seeking out you know help and getting advice from people that have been doing things um, that I'm interested in. And this is, this is something I, another thing I've been looking into is just, you know, working for free or helping people out just to get kind of the knowledge, the, the base, like if you can, if you can do what you want, if you want to film stuff and you can afford to, you know, go out and film, get a, get a book of business, get a, get a portfolio of you filming or taking photos or, or, or going to concerts and getting all the, you know, getting all the stuff, if that's what you want to do you're going to beat out the people that don't have it. You know, a lot of the times, and this is something I realized in retrospect, whenever I say, you know, I did a video years back saying, you know, DM'd all my, all my idols, I think was the, was the, uh, was the title of the video, you know, Hey, I want to work for you. Hey, I want to do it. And it's like, I didn't have any, I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't have any resume. I didn't have anything like that. So now going about it in the sense of like, Hey, you don't have to pay me for this. You don't have to, you know, I want to help. I just want to learn the game. That's it. I want to learn what you guys do. I want to, I want to get better at it. And then we can talk about the pay later. Once I get good at it, once I know what I'm doing, we can worry about the pay later. If that's not the situation you're in, then you just got to grind and you got to, you got to fire more shots off. But if you can being able to get that portfolio, whether it be, you know, if it's a school connection, if you're in college and they're, you know, taking you to a football game that you can film or take photos at boom, there's, there's one. If you don't have that, if you're not in college, if you're 18, college isn't your thing, you can't afford it. You don't like it. You don't agree with it a million different ways. Then you go, you know, the little Uzi concert you go to, take take photos, do whatever you can to do that. Just whatever you can, whether it be, you know, people down the street at the local bar, the, the bands, they would love free promo. They would love, they can't afford a photographer. So it's doing that, building a book of business. Doing that is what's going to lead to uh, a lot of great things. And that's what I've been doing is just, you know, I'll work for free. I just want to learn the game. You know, I want to, I want to be a sponge and there's 
creators out there, Gary V says, you know, hey, to the extent of like, I'll pay you to teach me, which I don't think is a bad idea if you have someone that's at the top of their craft doing it. You know, again, if you can afford it, I know 100% that not everyone can afford that. And so that's why I, I refrain from even saying that too much. But the working for free thing, I think everyone, you know, if you don't have money, you have time. If you have, if you, if you have a ton of money, you don't have time. Like it's, it's a balance. It's a balance of the two. So kind of find out where you're at. If you have a, a bunch of extra cash, see what you can do about that. And if you don't, if you, if you have no money and have a bunch of time, then just get to working on that. And so circling back to just this, this idea of rejection and, and growing a network, it's, I'm, I'm working on building a big a network as possible. What I value more than anything is the people I know. It's not about what you have. I don't care about what fucking car you drive. The reason the rich get richer is because they are in a position that whenever they say they want to go do something, hey, let's go start a restaurant or hey, I have this business. They know the right people that A, can help them set it up or B, help them either fund it or know a guy who can do it or a girl who can do it, set it up, everything like that. That's why once these people achieve a level of success that they continue to succeed because, hey, Oh, you want to, you want to go and do a restaurant? Oh, you're, you know, you know, you're, you're bad bunny and you're, you're, you know, Dave Grutman, boom, you open gecko down the street. Oh, you know, you, you want to do this. You want to do a collab with, um, you know, the Nelk boys. Oh, Prince, Prince, um, Prince tennis. It's like, that's why, because these circles feed off each other and grow and elevate everybody. And so if you've ever wondered why it just like, it seems like once people pop, they just keep hitting fucking dingers all the way. It's because they're doing it with people that know that subject. They do something, they excel at something, they grow, and then they surround themselves with people that know their subject even better than they do. And then they combine forces and it just fucking elevates and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. So that whole idea of the rich get richer, that is why. Because you're surrounded by, oh my God, I got a, you know, a great tax guy. Oh, I know somebody that um that's good with investing. That's good. You know, these are my investment guys. Like, go talk to them. That's how it works. That's how you get to these next levels. Is you spread out your network, then you grow with them. Or if they're above you, they 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 level you up a little bit. And then you know, that's the whole goal. So that's what I value more than anything. More than fucking anything that I have right now, it's people that I know. And in in Miami, in a new city, there's it's not a lot at the moment. You know, and the more I think about it, the more I, 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 you know, reach out to people and try to expand this network, I realize it is bigger than I thought originally. And I think whether you're in a new city, new state, new country, whatever it may be, you, you might have one person. Maybe you do have zero, but you might have, if you have one, then that one leads you to two, then two leads you to four and it's, it's exponential. And so being able to, to spread that net out, to, to reach as many people as possible. And it's not, it's not a fucking, it's not a take, 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 take. It's not what can you do for me? immediately it is what can i do for you it is how can i help you how can i help your business and that's what it's going to lead to maybe the maybe they don't help you out for a year maybe they never fucking help you out but maybe in 20 years down the road they introduce you to a guy that you needed for that situation and then boom you two pair up and it works out and then it goes bigger than you ever thought imaginable so that's something you got to factor in too is you're going to be the one giving give 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 they may never give back they may just give you you know high fives and say hey thanks you're the best it's going to happen with a majority, of, I would even say, of people. But that's not the point. A, you have to love it. A, you do. Like, I I've get it from my mother. I, I, I love people and I love helping people out. I enjoy more when I'm out if I see everybody getting fucking tore up, having a blast, whatever it may be. I, I look around. You'll see if you if you're ever out, you'll see I look around at everybody. 
who's not having fun? Who's this? This is, oh, you guys need to reload. Okay, we'll go do this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you, you think this other bar is better? Okay, well, let's see what the group that, like that is, it's a blessing and a curse. I genuinely love it. I genuinely cannot have a fun, until everybody's having a good time, having fun, they're all set up, we're doing a great time. That's whenever I start to play. That's whenever I start to have a good time. And so that's always, that's been my character. That's always how it's been. That's always how I believe it will be. And so branching out that network, doing things for people, that's just always been, and I think everyone has it in them, maybe not to the extent of where like myself, where I need to have that secured first. I need to make sure everyone's having a good time before I really get into it. For the most part, there are definitely (laughs) nights where that's not like that, but for the most part, that's how it is. And it's just getting, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know if it's fun, but it's just like, it's that feeling. I'm just like, yo, you a friend messaged you for something, you know, moving or, Hey, can you hook me up with this person? Um, they might, you know, Oh, Hey, like, Oh, do you have a recommendation for this? This like, it feels good to, to, to help out and to, and to fill those needs for people that even if you don't know them super well, it just feels good to help people out. And I think everybody has that bone in their body. And so taking advantage of that and, and building that network, it's, it's, a blast. Maybe if you're more introverted, I, I can't really help you with that to the extent, but building that work, I think is the most important part. And so with that comes a lot of rejection therapy, I guess you could call it, but just getting those no's, getting those. Uh, and the first thing you want, and they talk about this and it's a primal thing because when you feel rejected, it's like, don't take it personally. You're going to take it personally. It's fucking ingrained into our DNA. And it's because, you know, way back when, whenever we needed a tribe to survive, whenever we needed other people to survive, if you slipped up and fucking said something or groaned or fucking beat your chest the wrong way, whatever it may be, and you got kicked out of the group, you're fucking dead. You know, something, a buffalo is going to fucking kick your chest in or something. Coyote's going to get you, whatever it may be. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now, but you get the point. If you got exiled from the group, that's why, you know, I've read things about the, the, the brain and why you don't like public speaking because you, it's, Back in the day, if you were out in front of public, in front of everybody, it's because you fucked up. You're explaining yourself why you shouldn't get kicked out of the tribe. It's the same thing with rejection. It's the same thing with like, oh, fucking kick rocks. You're out of here. We're, we're primed for survival. And that's not the world anymore. You know, Sarah saying, you know, I don't want to date you isn't like you're going to fucking die. And society's done with you. But that's how we're wired. That's that's how we're, we're in, ingrained to be, for lack of a better word. But so, so getting over that rejection of just like firing shots up, just fucking talking to people and it, and as shitty as it sounds, it's like any other muscle in the world. It's like, you got to put the reps in and it will just, the, the degree of pain is exponentially decreasing. It's going to fucking suck, 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 suck. And then boom, it's become, okay, whatever, whatever. We're just, we're moving through the numbers. You know, it's like you're fucking swiping on Tinder. You know, I'm sure the first couple matches you're like, oh, this is great. Or, oh, oh my God, I haven't got a match in an hour or two hours or three days or a week, whatever the fuck it may be you know, getting those, getting those rejections or talking to somebody in middle school and you're, you're going to ask them out and they say no. And it's just like, fuck, you don't talk to another girl for a calendar year till you're an eighth grader till you go to, you're like, high school is going to be my shit. High school is where it all starts. That's what you're thinking. But it's just, it's just, you know, taking those swings, shooting those shots and getting over that, that, that fear of rejection. And so the only way around it, unfortunately, is just continually putting that in your life. The cave we fear holds the treasure we seek. One of my favorite quotes of all time. Thinking about get it fucking tattooed on me somewhere. You got to slay that dragon. And there's another one I believe is Jordan Peterson is like slay the dragon 
before he burns your village. So it's like, go out and fucking get it before it destroys your life. And maybe the issue that you're dealing with right now isn't, isn't that, you know, life or death, you know, neither, neither is mine at the moment. Thank God, knock on fucking wood. But if you can put in the reps now and you can, you can take the nose, you can take the, you know, take it on the chin, it's going to prevail. Again, it could be, it could be studying for a test and fucking up and failing, but putting in the effort, doing the action, you will never be sad about failing. You'll never be sad about it. Have you ever been, have you ever asked a, a girl out or asked a guy out and been like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. That was terrible. No, you're always juiced up. You're like, oh, I talked to him, whatever. Next one. But it's that, that mountain of fear that leads up to it. And you're just like, oh, what's she going to think? Oh my God, how's she going to reject me? Oh, what's, oh, it's going to be so embarrassing. Oh, what if this person sees Then I'm a fucking loser. That's always how it is going into it. And then as soon as you're, as soon as you've done it, you're like, why don't I do this a hundred more fucking times? And that's why this rejection game of just like going in saying, seeing how fast you can get it. No, I think it's genius. And something we've done in the past, we've, we've experimented with, which it is, it is fun. We should, you know, bring it back more in every aspect, whether it's talking to a cashier or talking to, you know, getting a free valet spot, whatever it may be, but just building the reps. And I just can't harp on it enough is just showing up. And this is something that I kind of thought was bullshit for the longest time. Was like, you know, 80% of it's just showing up. Yeah. What the fuck ever. Okay. But it, it, it is, it's like, you know, the anxiety of just like, you know, spreading out a network from, from my example is, you know, gaining a network, trying to, trying to, trying to get that network to, to hopefully, you know, build something great. There's a whole lot of no's. There's a whole lot of rejection. There's a whole lot of left unseen, but it's like, you know what, you know, when the anxiety went away, when, after I sent the fucking message, you know, when the anxiety was torturing me before when I was like, Oh, I can't wait to see what they respond. can't wait for uh, 30 scenes in my Instagram DMS, no response. As soon as I sent it, I didn't give a shit. It was the waiting. It was the not doing anything that fucked me up. That really got me in my head. That really made me think, you know, is it worth it? Oh, why did I sign up for this? Why am I trying to do this? Why am I overextending myself? Why am I trying to grow? These are the thoughts that go through your head with everything. I know they do. It's human nature. Working out, running a marathon, you know, having kids, fucking applying to that school, asking that girl. It's whatever. It's so much fucking so much safer in your head. When you're sitting there like, oh, I don't want to go for it. But when are you the most fucking miserable when you're sitting there, when you're in that fear, when you're freaking out, you're like, fuck, I just want it to be over. I just want it to be over. And then you don't do it. And then now you're upset because you didn't do it. And you lived with all that anxiety and you did nothing about it. And you've gained zero. Instead, you could fight through it. Do one thing. Go to the gym for one minute and leave. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's a W. Then maybe do that for five days. Go for two minutes the next day. You will fucking get it. to. It's one step. All you need is one step. Type the message up. Let it be fucking spelling errors. Hit send. Figure it out on the way. Figure it out. Those three words can change your life. Figure it out. Because you will. You're back against the wall. You will figure it out. And so that's kind of been the biggest message is you know, putting yourself in those situations to grow is always going to be uncomfortable because if it was comfortable, you're not growing. And that was always the, as my light goes out, if you're watching the YouTube video version of it, you probably, uh, probably can see that. But, uh, that's the biggest thing is if you were, if you were comfortable, it wouldn't be growing. If everything was good, everything was working out, you wouldn't be growing at all. And so you want to get to that point. There's, you know, I want this, 
Well, guess what? When you get to that point, when you get to that goal, the next one, you're just going to feel uncomfortable. It's not like all of a sudden you're going to feel comfortable because you're always going to be reaching out of it. I want a six pack. Okay. You got a six pack. Now you want to be able to run, you know, a marathon. Oh, but you hate cardio. Now it's like you have a six pack and you're still fucking scared and you're still worried about it. You'll never, you'll never achieve that as long as you're moving forward, as long as you're growing. And that may sound shitty. That may sound terrible, but that's the point. That's the point of getting to the next level is overextending, stretching and figuring it out. And so I want to leave you guys with that one. I hope you guys enjoyed episode 99 of the Idaho Survivors podcast. If you could make sure to share it, that really helps out. That is actually the biggest thing. If you didn't know, that's why YouTube videos you watch, podcast videos you watch really does help. If you're on the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. A whole lot of good stuff coming soon. I'm going to have a big, big, I guess revitalization is the word for uh, for the YouTube channel, getting uh, getting that going because that is truly what I, what I really want to uh, put a lot of time and energy in. But I appreciate everybody for watching. I hope you're getting after it. Again, fucking look rejection in the face and just go for it. You know that on the end of it, you'll be glad you did. But I appreciate you all for listening. See you guys in the next episode, episode 100. And uh, have a good one.